Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. And you can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Do not miss this post, The Rising Prophecy Protocol. The Rising Prophecy Protocol from the book itself We find a man who walks, he meanders unaware of what happened. In this first-person narrative, we bring you into that moment one second after it occurred. And do not miss this post, Living Life, Truth, and Faith. Living life is full of truth, and it requires faith to do so as a Christian. That is a life of faith in the only begotten Son of God and live that faith in a world that rejects the truth. See Second Thessalonians 2, Love of the Truth. And do not miss this post, Judgment and the Word. For Christianity and those who carry the cross as our Lord Jesus Christ did, there is a cost. A Chinese pastor is one of many imprisoned in China. For the latest posts on born-usa.com, do not miss this post, Christian Prophecy, Cashless Society, Revelation 13, Classic Warn Radio. To those uninformed, the signs of prophecy are either oblivious or they choose to ignore the warnings. This latest Classic Warn Radio features one of our premier shows. And do not miss this post, Pride of Moab, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 26 on Battle Lines. For Moab, we find pride and the coming judgment are linked, a message to America and the nations of men. And be sure to check out The Rising by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. It's a book about a Christian, it's a Christian fiction thriller. The Rising details a takeover of America with dark forces that plot to bring the country into the globalist new order. So there's danger and intrigue, 
dark forces plotting. The nation is at risk. Can Mac save the United States? And be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to DanaGlynSmith.com, where you can visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop, where we feature the Rising and other Christian books, as well as resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Well, I'm doing And good. also follow doing? us doing great. on Twitter. Here. Find us well, on Instagram and, and join us on LinkedIn. Yes. I do a lot of writing and always have for many, 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 many years and a lot of different kinds. And I write a, a, a type of uh, article which I call prose. And it has a lesson to it. And this week, I want to reveal to you an, an article that I did, The Lesson of the Old Porch. Now, there is a scripture that goes with this, In Christ shall all be made alive. There is a lesson here, and, you know, for me, and uh, it goes clear back to my family and being raised. And uh, we'd go out every year just about to see my grandfather on his cattle ranch. He had a big ranch-style house, and there was this beautiful porch on it screened in we did everything out there but the porch that i write about is a little bit different than that but it's the same and the thing about porches and bedrooms and nice houses it's where people live and see this is really where we're at is that we live for christ while at the same time you know, we can face terrible trouble, persecution. But in this old porch, it takes you through a lot of things that go on. <clears throat> and it passes. And, you know, I, when I think of this, I think of Tower being thankful for what there is. Oh, amen. We and have a lot to be thankful for. And settling for God's purpose. And, you know, there, in life, sometimes you can find where, you know, I'd, I'd really like to have something different or do something different. But the lesson of the old porch is about having this old house and having this porch where the family was there all the time. Summer and winter. And it stood the test of time. And then when the folks passed on. It was still there, and a new family came. And the thing of it is, is that I encourage you to go on over to warren-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com 
we have a lot of articles a lot of our shows are on these and you can listen you can download the shows but you can also read some of these uh, articles that are encouraging or they're revelatory um, they're instruct uh, instructive in a lot of ways uh, and they can also um, be convicting so check out God's Purpose the lesson of that old porch over on warn-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com and find the lesson of that old porch which makes life come into a better view being thankful for what there is and settling for God's purpose after all as they say time and tide wait for no man and I can look back and I can remember my grandparents and my dad clear as day as well as my in-laws and now as Tower and I sit here all of our relatives all of our parents are gone time does indeed wait for no man you know it Tower that's right so at any rate that is something a little different and on this show of course this is advocacy for the persecuted church and when you when you talk about that there are people overseas that are persecuted relentlessly for their faith yet you know they long for that time when they can remember something special it may not be that old porch or the house it may be something else where they're living that they miss that it things have changed for them life changes and we are living in very high pressure times amen and so when we go through these persecuted uh, stories and various things be sure to pray for the people and also donate to ministries who have boots on the ground that's the most important part people you can trust people that's been in in this for a lot of years and I'm thinking of Franklin Graham I'm thinking of Barnabas Aid. I'm thinking of Persecution.com, International Christian Concern. There's a lot of them. So if you don't know who to help, you go over to our websites and send to put us a little, you know, contact information in there, and we'll give you a list of of some of them that you can check out. So. America be at peace. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be nice? Oh, you know, with this latest thing that uh, with the Supreme Court. The Roe versus Wade. And make no mistake, this thing was staked out to be this way. This is somebody on the inside who did this on purpose. Leaked it, yes. Yeah. And there is a good suspect in it, one that has already been brought out. Uh, but nobody has said anything yet. And, of course, all the radicals, including those in Congress, are criticizing everything and want to pack the court and do everything they can. But, see, the court is not getting rid of abortion. The court is putting abortion in the hands of the states where it should be. And that's according to the Constitution, even. And so, you know, if you think that it's fair for you to 
have an abortive issue and force your abortive issues on people that don't agree with you, especially when it's murder, you're wrong. As far as I'm concerned, you know, when you're killing a baby, and this, you know, something was pointed out. I'm going to change the tune real quick here. Uh, And and today, uh, it was on CloudHub, of all places. And they're not really known for that, but... uh, he was talking about. Did I did I lose you? I, yeah, I can hear you now. It suddenly went quiet. Uh, at any rate, um, he was talking about bodies, and he says, you know what, you know, if you're a woman, you have a body, and if you get pregnant, there's another body. Now it's not one of your organs that you can just do away with or cut out it is another body a living human being now you see i go a different route see when you get pregnant yes your body is your choice but that baby belongs to the lord amen and if you kill that baby that's blood guilt blood guilt is the sin before god and of course with all the babies that we have murdered in this country, and with all the babies that we've murdered in one year in this country, it's just one of those things when you look at it and and you see the murder rates, how bad they are in these liberal cities. And, uh, you know, I've I seen one girl stand up and and say, I've, I've killed 21 babies by abortion and I'm proud of it. You know, things like that. Now, that's disgusting. Yes, it is. That's horrifying. You're killing those babies. In the process, you're acting like a whore sleeping with whoever. I mean, you know, I mean, let's get real here. Even if you were with some transgender, you know, and they managed to uh, stick a penis on them, they still don't have anything to make a baby with. And that's a problem when you're doing this to the children. That's a whole other issue. But the the bottom line of it is, is that, you know, if we weren't such a, a harlot society, you know, maybe you wouldn't need to kill so many babies. But you can't tell them anything. And you went dead. Hello. Hello. Can. You- I don't know. That's the second time this went out, and that's not good. Yeah, like somebody's trying to stop you from talking. Yeah, they probably are. But at any rate, you know, America be at peace. That's what it would be nice if we were at peace. Yes, (laughs) amen, it sure would be. Can you imagine that, to have true, absolute peace in America... (laughs) <laughs> that would be amazing. You know, and actually get along. Okay. We are back, and we had a little technical trouble in there. America, be at peace. America, be at peace among yourselves. And I had covered those things uh, just to show you how divisive America is. 
And then you talk about the fact that you have Putin invading Ukraine. You have China wanting to invade Taiwan. And you can see it's not easy. But you see, there's a little verse, uh, and I want you to remember it. Romans 12:18. Live peaceably with all men and women and children. If it's a human being, you live at peace with him. Now, this is where it comes from. If it be possible, Paul says, as much as lieth in you, do this one thing. Now, I'm inserting this. Live peaceably with all men. If it be possible. Now, I take that, and when I have a neighbor, no matter, no matter what they believe, unless, of course, they want to kill me and my family, then we might have a problem. That's <laughs> not possible. So I'm talking about normal, everyday Americans, if we can find them. That when you're living your life, in as much as possible, live peaceably with all men. Now, say we used to disagree agreeably. And, uh, and all this came out of something that Mike Pence ran into. Um... He told an audience uh, how he would respond if his son or daughter came out as gay. And he said he would tell his child he loves him or her. Well, see, the event was at the University of Virginia, and someone asked, I'm wondering, if one of your children came out to you as gay, how would you respond? What would you tell them? I'd look them in the eye and tell them I love you. Pence said. Now you see, that's how he would take care of it. Now I'm not advising you what to tell him. What I am saying, in as much as possible, live peaceably with all people. Blessed are the peacemakers, the Lord says. And, you know, in this society today, if we were less offended and more apt to be at peace with one another, you wouldn't have such a screwed up mess in our White House, in our court system, at our border, in families, mm-hmm. in colleges, in every facet of society. So remember that. Romans twelve eighteen. So check it out. I truly wish that uh, I. I mean, I. I don't like the word wish. I truly would love to see America like that, living at peace. And you know, the Muslims used to be that way, and the Christians overseas, they used to live at peace. Yeah. In, until the radicals came into view. Well, you know, and and there's one thing that Paul also points out, is the mystery of iniquity. And it's a time of lawlessness. Boy, we've got that going on all all around the world. 
And the mystery of iniquity is really a simple thing to understand. The mystery of iniquity is that iniquity is so increased suddenly and so completely lawless that it's a mystery how it got that way. Yeah, that's crazy, huh? Yeah. And so we're in Nigeria now. And there was, um, you know, they process uh, data on everything. And uh, International Christian Concern is the one that brought this out. Nigeria is now the country with the highest number of attacks by the Islamic State. Now, you see, Nigeria was the highest state period that had persecution. I mean, uh, we had uh, North Korea was number one, and Afghanistan was number two, but Afghanistan took them over. Now, this year, Nigeria is the country with the highest number of attacks just by Islamic, uh, Islamic State. Now, see... Islamic or ISIS, now this is Islamic State, make no difference. I mean, uh, make no mistake, ISIS, 2014-2015, was an Islamic State. That's what they were pushing for, but they were known as ISIS. Now, when you get over in Africa, there are a couple of different versions of them. Now, Nigeria has always had ISIS in there or Islamic State. But there was a, a, an African West, uh, there was another delineation to it. Now, the rise in the attacks uh, has surpassed Iraq, Syria, and other war-torn Middle East countries. Now, see, we watch the Middle East as, as well as other areas. Uh, and uh, half of those attacks have been in Africa, which we've been talking about for a long time that indeed the Muslims want to take over Africa and make it their own state. And uh, and it's a real problem because, uh, you know, if something ain't done, that's exactly what they're going to do. And uh, for the first time in history, the report said of ISIS, Iraq is no longer the country where ISIS claims the highest number of operations. The group Islamic State West Africa, now see that's what I was talking about, is now more active in Nigeria. Wow. And of course that has. And so basically in Nigeria now the Christians uh, face uh, Boko Haram, the Fulani, ISIS. And we've always known that, that ISIS was involved in this, but they've increased their activity. And uh, so, you know... If, if you're a Christian community, uh, these people target only one, one thing. Uh, unless, of course, you're a group of Muslims that don't like what they're doing, then they'll attack you. But they're there to kill Christians, to burn churches, and to take people hostage. That's what they do. And a lot of these groups are also into illegal drug trade, illegal trafficking, and a lot of other things to make money. And Islam has always trafficked in human beings. Yeah. 
And so, make no mistake about it, you know, and this goes for America. With you letting in all the people, and you don't know who you're letting in, you're, you're setting Americans up to be shot, killed, murdered. That's or, right. Or even worse, you know, their families. And, the, you know. Raped I, and pillaged. You know, the thing of it is, is you, you cannot get across to people at times what is going on in this country and how stupid it is and how foolish these politicians are because they want their way and they want to win even if it means destroying America. It's tragic and I, I think about that uh, what we watched on a video last night about Ukraine. Yeah. The testimonies of the people since uh, Russia has started war with them and the atrocities, things that are happening to the people there it, and, and to the women, it's just horrifying. Now today... And uh, you know, I think that could come to America through this border. Yeah. This it, kind of stuff. It's, you, it is right. coming to America. Yeah, you're correct. And, and I think that's very true. Um it was announced out of Russia that uh, Russia was going to have a victory parade in Maripol. Uh, that's the one they blew the living hell out of. Excuse the expression, but that's what it was. And if you would have seen that movie, um, and it's still over on uh, YouTube. It was brought to uh, by Radio Free Europe and uh, uh, Radio Liberty. Uh, and uh, they did a compilation of uh, the reports from their various reporters over the start and the whole thing. So, well, at any rate, in Nigeria, the attacks now, we can testify, it took a lot of lives. Um, you know, the killing of literal thousands, thousands of people, and the displacement of over two million people. And so you look at that in Nigeria, and then you add in all the other hot spots in Africa. And then, of course, you add in uh, Putin doing what he's done, and that alone, just there, it, with the Ukraine and Russia, has displaced millions. And it's going to affect all of Europe pretty soon. So it, it, it is a mess. And, of course, a lot of this stuff we see as symptoms of these end of days in which we live. These are the ones where the Lord said there will be wars and rumors of wars. And he, he warned, the when he told the apostles this, he warned them. He said, these things must happen. They're going to happen. But be not afraid. But the end is not yet. I mean, <laughs> you know, when you see all that, I mean, that's exactly what you do want is the end. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, you say, hey, cut, the, you know, cut the tape. We're done. <laughs> yeah. No more. But uh, at any rate, so that was Nigeria. Are you ready for yours? Yes, this story is um, comes to us via Faithwire. 
It's uh, from the United Kingdom. It, it, it's titled Invasive, Blatantly Wrong, and Immoral. And it's very disturbing. Female suspects can now be strip-searched in the United Kingdom by transgender police officers. Biological males who identify as females and could be accused of a hate crime if they object to the invasive search. So, um, once a a transgendered colleague has transitioned, they will search persons of the same gender as their own lived gender, the guideline states. And um, the existence of the new transgender rules among the UK's police departments recently came to light through the work of Kathy Larkman. She was a police officer for over 30 years and rose to the rank of superintendent. She um, commanded over 500 officers at the South Wales Police Branch and she retired last year. And last fall, Larkman, who is 54, had contacted the College of Policing, the Police Federation, and the NCPP, or NPCC, about the concerns among some women who said they had no choice in whether a female or male officer searched them. And she was shocked when she received a copy of the new guidelines from the NPCC. And she said the more she read, the more shocked she was. And this is a devastating blow to women's trust in the police. Women are not even an afterthought in this guidance. They are completely non-existent. Everything is geared toward the sensitivities of the officer doing the searching. And she went on to further state, the claims, they claim they are trying to be inclusive, but this isn't inclusive of women and it doesn't respect their sex and um, she said it tells you everything you need to know about what chief officers are thinking at that moment and where their priorities lie sadly it's not with women you know this is just really disgusting it is disgusting and I'll tell you for the life of me uh, you know, when you look at the world, you know, you'd swear the world is nuts. It's crazy. It, it is. is. You know, I mean, all this stuff they're doing and bending over backward over transgenderism and all this other nonsense that they're doing. It is, is wrong. Well, especially when you're inflicting other people. It's supposed to be about the rights of people. Yeah. But it isn't. You know, it, it it's, it's not really a, disturbing. Yeah. And it, it really is. That Everything's partic- disturbing now <laughs> these days. Well, it is. I, I mean, I, I I hate to say that, but there's a lot of things disturbing. There's a lot of policies that are idiotic and stupid. And, of course, every bit of it comes under the mystery of iniquity and how crazy things are because we have reached that point to where that prophetic timeline has been initiated and that's where we're at definitely and uh, you know 
we're past the beginning of sorrows. And, um, of course, there's people that will put you in the middle of the tribulation. We're not in the middle of tribulation yet. But uh, a lot of these things apply. There's a lot of people talking prophecy and end of days and the tribulation. There's, there's people, Christians, by the gob that are planning on uh, being taken in the rapture because it's getting so bad. They think it's any day now. Yep, a lot of them do. Well, yeah. I want to go if that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think it will. But the bottom line of it is, is that when you, when you look at the whole thing, and, you know, there's going to be surprised people, you know. So uh, we're over in Kenya now. You know, we just got done talking about Nigeria. Sometimes, you know, you look at this stuff and, and you wonder about the people there, you know. What is the matter with them? You know, why do they think that they have to just willy-nilly kill and murder everybody? Oh, I don't know. It's horrible. Now They think they're doing God a favor. Yeah, well, that's exactly what the scripture says. They'll think they're thinking they're doing God a service by doing this and and that's just the way it is now a young woman in uh, Lake Victoria it's a district and uh, she was in uh, speaking from her hospital bed she had put her faith in Christ and of course she didn't tell anybody because especially if your family is Muslim, you don't want to do that. And uh, she had kept her faith secret when she went to an Easter worship service. And this come to us by Morning Star News, by the way, another good service. Uh, at about um, 1 p.m. And and she went home not knowing that he had come back. And so as she came back, she was singing songs that she had learned in church. And she was carrying her Bible. And her four-year-old boy was at the grandmother's house. Her friend was caring for her young daughter. And uh, as she came to the door, the door was open and her husband was there. And uh, she said her husband beat and cut me with a long knife. I made an alarm that brought many people who came and disarmed him. I fell down bleeding seriously and lost conscious. Mm -hmm. She had deep wounds to her face, head, uh, back, and bruises on her on her hand. And uh, her friends took her to the hospital where she's recovering. And... Uh, Married in 2016, they had sold their fish uh, to a businesswoman in a town close to them. And uh, that businesswoman had put her faith in Christ in 2017. And so the woman who eventually got saved would bring her husband's catch to the businesswoman 
And, uh, well, to make a long story short, the woman got saved as well. <coughs> and, of course, this is in Uganda. But I think that, because we have Uganda, but the problem of it is, is this part of Kenya is you, you can actually live in one thing and be on the other but it does have both of them and here's um, and you find in Uganda and a lot of others um, I mean you can even talk about Pakistan you can talk about India you can even talk about China they all guarantee a certain freedom China is probably the worst. North Korea is the worst. But Pakistan and India, and there are others who guarantee, uh, Egypt does too, guarantee freedom of religion. But freedom of religion has certain limitations. In America, freedom of religion means you can pretty much be a Christian, speak being a Christian, write Christian, live as a Christian, work as a Christian. But uh, around the world, that's not what that means. Even if you're in uh, Israel, if you're a Christian, at one time, now I don't know what it is today, but at one time you had to be careful not to carry a Bible in certain areas of, uh, of Israel because that was against the law. <laughs> so I'm not really sure what it is over in Israel anymore, but... Uh, you know, the, the thing of it is, is that in Kenya, people are knowing Christ. And we, we see this all the time. You know, and one thing I've been noticing, there has been a whole pile of testimonies of Muslim women coming to the Lord. I know. I've noticed that. That's exciting. Uh, while the man, he's just, I don't know, he's over in left field with his buddies somewhere. Hopefully they'll come too. Well, the problem with them is they don't they don't have that love of Christ, of course. And they, they just know anger. That uh, Ishmael branch has a lot of anger in it and hatred. And it's unfortunate. They do. It's just unfortunate, you know. Any way you look at it, it's unfortunate. Yes, it is. Now, uh, another thing came into play, and this comes via Barnabas Fund, and that's Myanmar. And we've covered Myanmar, or Burma, before, and we've also talked about the Rohingya genocide there. I remember. Well, the problem that you get is that not everywhere in Myanmar is fun to live. And uh, there's another group, the persecution of ethnic minority Christians by the Myanmar military called the Tatmada. Of course, it's always the military. Yep. 
and uh, it's brutal violence. And you know, basically, when these people, and this this includes any radical Muslim group as well, not just the military, they go in to kill, and they go in to burn, and pillage. It, it's it's not a fun thing to be, and most of these. You know, these are quick strikes, and they go in guns a-blazing. Now, the Tatmada represents the dominant cultural identity of Burma, or Myanmar. And that's Buddhist. It's 88% Buddhist. (laughs) And so... The military has persecuted the Christian community, which is only 6.2%, and uh, both for the religion and their ethnicity. So you have the Chin, the the Chin, and the Karen ethnic, and I've heard of all three of these. I have too. We've talked about them before, especially the Karen. Yeah, and... A lot of times when they're being persecuted, they go into the forest, in the jungle somewhere. And uh, and then you have to go find them to help them. <laughs> because, yeah. And that actually happened because uh, we did a story, oh, uh, some time ago, where um, they said they sent their people, you know, the the relief workers, into the jungle to look for them, and they found them. They were yeah. able to give them tents for shelter and and food and yeah, you know. Otherwise, they wouldn't have any any way. But they had to go into the jungle to find them. And and that's just you know, there's so much of this stuff, and you know, the big problem today, and that is with our organization you take the un nato you take america you take a lot of these others um nobody does anything about the all this radicalism that we have the the muslim extremists that are killing they don't do anything about uh, the tatmada who continues to go after uh, these minorities well somebody should go after them well, you know, you'd think someone would stop something. It's just like Putin just thinking, well, we're going to go in and take it. So he causes total destruction in areas. And he said he was going to do that. Um, and then millions of people had to flee. Families were killed. Little children. Adults women of course the women are also raped yeah, a you lot know. of innocent people yeah <clears throat> but see that's the world today total chaos now see when the lord comes back he's going to destroy those who have destroyed the earth read the book of revelation it's in there and so when we see all this stuff you know, it just, you know, it's irritatingly irritating. <laughs> yeah. You know, because these people do not deserve it. 
And, and so now we fast forward to America, which is in a mess itself. We leave our borders open. The people that are coming in here aren't interested in becoming Americans. They're, they're interested in getting free stuff. That's right. You know, and, and they think that, that they have a right to be here. You don't have a right to be here. You don't have any right to be here. Just because Biden and the Democrats allow it, that does not mean you have a right to be here. Not according to our Constitution. Matter of fact, Biden and those who are with him have been violating our rights uh, from the very beginning. Because in the Constitution, we have a right to be secure in our person and in our nation and in our states. They're treasonous. Yeah, they're treasonous. And that's exactly what they're doing. And it's not going to help anything at all in this country because we already have a lot of violent felons loose. Now, that's also a Marxist thing, uh, a socialist thing, propagated by liberal Democrats who have been elected, funded by Soros. So these are all the issues here. Now, see, we need this nation to get straightened out, and we need these people to get thrown out of office, and we need to get this nation straightened out. Amen. And that's also including as far as morally. You know, as a Christian, we want to work and in as much as possible live peaceably with all people. But we're not going to be able to live peaceably with people who, who are bringing America down to the level of one of the worst third world countries and hell holes you've ever lived in. And that's what we see that's happening. And the disregard for human life, especially babies, is another thing that's tantamount to one of the most egregious sins in this country. Amen. Because now New York and even in California, they want to they want to make it to where 28 days past the birth of a baby, they have a right to kill him. That's murder. No matter that's playing God, taking lives like that. Nobody has the right to do that. Yep. So at any rate, it, in other words, in this edition of of this little covering the persecuted church and stuff. What I'm telling you in America, pretty soon, you're going to be part of that persecuted church because of the sloppiness, the ignorance, and the stupidity of our leadership and the people that live here. And allowing it to go on. Yes. So it's going to be welcome to the hellhole. Because right now in parts of of this world, if you're a Christian, it's like living in hell. Because they are hunted down all the time and hated. And that's wrong. Yes, it is. And uh, so we categorically reject the policies of the Biden administration and what they're doing. We categorically reject a lot of this thing that the teachers have been doing to our children. We categorically reject all of this stuff. But we know that it's going to happen. Because we're in that time and judgment's coming. Unfortunately. Yep. I wish, I, I would be glad to see people repent. And I know that some will, but not enough to get it turned around. 
Well, repentance would be nice. Yes. Because uh, it's much needed. It is much needed. And that's all there is to it. Now, we got another one here. Are you ready? Yes. This is an exciting story. Never too late. This comes to us from godreports.com. And this woman prayed for her husband for 67 years. Erdie Carter, senior pastor at Glasgow, said Burnus's wife, Evelyn, had been a faithful member and attender at the church all the way up until the COVID-19 pandemic. And during the pandemic, the couple began watching the church services on a local TV broadcast. Carter said the couple had have been married for 67 years, and Evelyn has faithfully prayed for Bernus to receive Christ as his personal Savior. And Carter visited Bernus, 93, he's 93 years old, and the pastor had visited him many times in their home and shared the gospel with him, but had never seen a responsiveness from him. And that all changed a few weeks ago. Carter said Evelyn told him that her husband had been began faithfully watching the Sunday church services with her. And after a few weeks, members of the church visited their home to bring food as part of the church's community outreach program. And while at the home, Bernus said he was while at the home, Bernus said he was ready to make a decision for Christ. And after walking him through the decision, the church members followed up by asking if he would like to be baptized, and he said he would. And Carter said Glasgow also observed the Lord's Supper the day that Bernus was baptized, adding that seeing the transformation in Bernus deeply affected him and his congregation. Pastors often talk about it's never too late, but to actually see this man at 93 come to this this spiritual realization and then want to publicly profess his faith in Christ it was a joy carter said it was over, it overwhelmed me with emotions it renewed the strength of my church members prayers for their own lost loved ones that's an exciting story well it is and think about that 67 years of praying for your husband and finally <laughs> Well, thank God she never gave up on him. Well, you know, it would have been a habit. You know, so she developed a habit. Yeah, that's... It's a good habit to develop. Well, it's also a, a funny story. Yeah. Because, you know, you have two old fogies, you know, watching a, a show, and she's been praying for him. And, uh, you know, somewhere along the line watching that show now. Everything started clicking with him. Yeah, it did. Talk about better late than never. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, today the Bible, you know, the Bible says, behold, today is the day of salvation. You know, you don't put it off. That's right. I remember a friend of ours at at our church, uh, in our home church, what we classify as our home church. And it's no longer there anymore, but uh, somebody that we knew um, left church service and stepped off a curb and was run over by a car and killed. 
right out in front of the church. So you never know. But he was a faithful brother in the Lord. He was. He was faithful like nobody's business. And, uh, you know, it's just like you never know. That's right. You know, and he'd cross that street because we all cross the street. Many times, but this one time he probably wasn't even paying any attention. He was distracted about something. And and see, the same thing can happen to you. You never know when your last day is, your last breath is. And in this world that we live in today, it is dangerous. Yes, it is. And so if you're having emotional problems, like mental problems, or you're stressed out over everything that's going on, you know, or you're worried and... You know, you need to seek the Lord. You need to receive him as your Lord and Savior. You need to be born again by the Spirit. That's John chapter 3. You need to receive the Lord. That's John chapter 1. You have to abide in him. You can read John 15. For he is the vine and you're the branch. You can go to 1 John 1 that tells you that you need to walk in the light as he is in the light. Then you have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You know, these are just a few of the scriptures. You know, but you need to seek him. You need to receive him. You need to confess your sins. You can read Romans three through about seven you can also um, understand that it's important for you to know and come to a redemptive relationship with the son of God and the father and so seek him today get in the word of God And, uh, you know, if you're going through things like that, you can always go to our websites and give us an email and we can contact you. Um, So understand, I remember in times past, Tower and I have, have had people who've really had issues. And we remember one, and that's when our kids were, uh, one of our children, our first one was small. And we had a guy that, I don't know why, we came across him. He had, he went to church. He was having trouble. And he kept putting rat poison on his sandwiches to die. And uh, he would come over to the house and we'd pray for him and work with him. He was just totally oppressed. And uh, eventually he get, did get delivered. And he gave his Bible to our son. And we've never seen him since. But I I did see him one time since that. He was with uh, a woman. He looked happy. I never went up to see him. But uh, he looked like he was doing good. So, you know, we've met a lot of, I call it the ministry of one. We've met a lot of individuals over these years that we've worked with. And uh, you just don't understand 
the power that is found in Christ. And you have the power to rebuke the dreams, to rebuke, you know, the thoughts. You have the power to bind these spirits and cast them away and out. So you don't have to take all of this stuff. You can go to the Lord. Amen. And I and I think that's one of the biggest tragedies that we have. And make no mistake, you know, life is not a piece of cake. You know, where everything is great. I mean, even I mean, look at Hollywood. You know, a lot of Hollywood, you know, they got a lot of money. If money was the key, then why are they so miserable miserable and bitchy and moany and nasty all the time? I mean, you know, I'm a millionaire, but I'm nasty as I'll get out and I hate everybody. Well, good for you. Keep your money and stay away from me. But we see a lot of them. And look at this nation, what, what we're into. Uncleanness. And we call good evil and evil good. Make no mistake about it. This nation is not going to stand. That's right. And I'll tell you who's going to stand. Those who are found in Christ. The ones who will be delivered will be the ones in Christ. And you may kill a few of us before we go. But, you know, when we die, we live in Christ. So make no mistake. We're not afraid of death. No Christian should be afraid of death. That's right. They should not be afraid of anything. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So I want you to wake yourselves up and understand there's hope today for you. Amen. And if you're on the mission field, there's hope for you today, and that's overseas. And wherever you're at worldwide, you can come to our websites. And so with that, we're going to have to get out of here. Okay, well, thank you for joining us whenever you do. We're always glad to have you here with us. We love you. We always hope the best for you in Christ. We pray for you. And please pray for your brothers and sisters around the world and pray for us. And we appreciate it. Appreciate all that you do for the Lord. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Also, be sure to check out our articles that we went through today. And uh, be sure to get the book, The Rising, by Dana Glenn Smith. And uh, I have an article, matter of fact, uh, that I wrote that relates to that. And you'll find it on our websites and it'll have uh, it, it, the Rising Prophecy Protocol. You don't want to miss that article. Till next week, you be safe. We'll be on tomorrow night and the next night. God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.